The following Dharma talk was given by Jody Hojin Kimmel at the Zen Center of New York City. Hojin Sensei is the abbot of the Zen Center and head priest at Zen Mountain Monastery. This talk, like all of our talks, is offered free of charge. If you would like to make a donation or find out more about our various programs, visit us online at zmm.org slash zcnyc. Thanks for listening. The Gateless Gate, Case 41, Bodhidharma and Peace of Mind. The Koan. Bodhidharma sat in Zazen facing the wall. The second ancestor, who had been standing in the snow, cut off his arm and said, Your disciple's mind is not yet at peace. I beg you, my teacher, please give it peace. Bodhidharma said, Bring the mind to me, and I will set it at rest. The second ancestor said, I have searched for the mind, and is finally unattainable. Bodhidharma said, I have thoroughly set it at rest for you. So this is a peaceful dwelling Zazenkai. I thought I'd stay with peace, peace of mind. Practicing the Buddha way is practicing peace. Peace in this world, peace in all worlds. As I was um, working on this, I was I was recalling a, a story of we had a student from New Zealand come to the monastery, and her name was Peace Thorn. So we sent somebody. Yeah, kind of a nice mixture. Um, we sent somebody to the airport to get her, and we gave him a sign that said, Peace. This was in the 90s. So people were walking by going, yeah, buddy, right, you know, <laughs> holding a peace sign. And, you know, we come here wanting peace, wanting to sit down and experience some calm, maybe some joy, some peace, and in a half for a half an hour for a day and we might find we're in the middle of a perfect storm anger flares self-doubt chaos we see that peace of mind is clearly an internal matter it must begin with seeing into the nature of our mind thoughts, and then to extend that seeing nature outward. It is from our peaceful mind that a peaceful world arises. Dida would um, say that a good teacher is a boomerang. He'd say, don't bring me all of your thoughts, your concerns, your formulations of what's true and what is not. Turn the light around. Shine the light inside, not on concepts, but on the mind itself. Go directly to your mind. Let the breath lead you and see for yourself. You can't attain this mind. So practice and training is an invitation to walk the path of peace. And that will be our invitation tomorrow, to walk the path of peace, 
which means turning in and turning out. Bodhidharma doesn't try to fix anything. He puts the responsibility back to where it belongs. Bring me your mind. Bring it to me. He doesn't say, now go find the contents of your mind. He says, rather, go find your mind. That's why the structure of Zazenkai or Sashin or an intensive is in place. Because it's important. Because it takes a little bit longer than we think it's going to take. And we need the support of the Sangha to help us find peace. Because we bump up against each other in Sangha, in person. And we all want peace in our lives. Some teachers say down to the tiniest creature. Everybody wants happiness and peace. But we keep running into obstacles. And some of the obstacles come from outside. Things that people do or events that happen. They shatter our peace of mind. And then there are obstacles that come from inside. We usually worry about one thing or another over and over and over. We worry about ourselves. We worry about people we care about. One concern is, have we done enough to prevent bad things or harm that happen to ourselves? Or have we done enough for the people that we love? This kind of worry can eat away at us, and there's others that we think of again and again. And if we just look at our, our life, all kinds of things happen can happen. Many things we have no ability to prevent at all. We know this. Like the five remembrances say, that all of us are subject to old age, to sickness, to death, that we can't take anything with us, none of our belongings, separation from the things that we like, will happen to everybody with no ability to prevent it, as hard as we may try. And there's, to a certain extent, there's a, we can fend them off for a while, but eventually they're bound to come into our life. And the question is, how much can we really do as human beings, both to protect ourselves and to protect the people we love? Because the best thing we can do to help the people we love is to have our mind in good shape so that when dangers come, as I spoke about this morning, as they inevitably will, we'll be in good shape, in a good position to be of help. And if we wear ourselves out worrying, then when the time comes when we need the power of our mind, It will be there if we're practicing leaving go of some of the worries. This is why Zazen is so important 
in finding peace, the still point. To begin with, it develops all kinds of useful qualities of mind, mindfulness, alertness, concentration, opening up our intuitive aspect of our being, dropping down. If we stick with the breath, that requires mindfulness. And we become sensitive to the breath, that requires alertness. And these two qualities are needed in just about any endeavor. Zazen makes our mind strong. And we use the qualities that we need, and with use, it gets stronger. Concentration develops. Discernment develops. And all of these get stronger with use. And even though it may seem easy, a simple thing, being focused on the breath, still the qualities that we develop around it are important, really important. It's like when I go to the gym, I go there sometimes and I lift weights. (laughs) And I think, what's the use, you know? I'm not like producing anything, no electricity, I'm not making any food, just this thing's going... You know? But it does strengthen. Strengthens the body. The body gets improved. And that strength could be used for something useful. And one way zazen is helpful is it gives us a place to be at peace. To make contact with peace by meeting our restlessness, our stirred upness, when we meet that, we find peace. We can find peace. And with attention, we can learn what kind of breathing is healing when the body and mind need to be healed, and what kind of breath is soothing to quiet the mind. So the breath energy has lots of facets to it. Lots of different ways it can be of help. And with attention, we find what kind of breath works best for what situation. I remember being in deep grief. And the breath that was most helpful was just kind of a A long, open one, again and again, that allowed me to absorb all the feeling that was there. It was just, it wasn't helpful when it was like that, but when it was long and I, and it would just be kind of going through everywhere, it was really helpful. And In time, we begin to shift the gravity, shift the center, our center of gravity. And the happiness and fulfillment that we might be looking for outside, we begin to find inside. And it's much more reliable this way, right? Our breath takes us there. Our breath takes us there. 
Because if we look for fulfillment outside, it's out of control. Outside are so dependent on factors beyond our control. If we make outside the sole focus of our attention, we'll get disappointed. This is why fulfillment has to come from within. Developing good qualities in the mind because these things stay with us, even after death. All we have is our actions, and these good qualities stay with us in our mind stream. And they're not dependent on anything or anyone else. And we can know when we have improved the mind in terms of its virtue, in terms of its kindness. Don't you feel kinder as you practice? I don't know. It's equanimity, it's discernment, the powers of endurance, patience. These are things we develop within and we can see them happen. We could see them happen. And that gives us strength, strength in our practice. There's a Another koan I pulled out, a person of great strength, case 20. Master Shogun said, why is it that a person of great strength cannot lift his legs? Again, he said, it is not with his tongue that he speaks. With this why, he is urging us to completely cast away yourself and the universe. When there is no self, there is nothing that would restrict the self. On the contrary, so-called free legs will cause the self to stumble. There is a funny story. This is Mulankat. Once a centipede was asked how he could operate on his numerous feet in such an orderly manner without ever getting confused. Strangely enough, from that time on, the centipede became unable to move. and finally died. <laughs> By depriving you of everything, Master Shogun expects you to revive as a truly free person of great strength and to develop your unrestricted life as an enlightened person. An old Zen master said, A green mountain is always walking. When one is thoroughly a green mountain of no mind and walks with no mind, they are truly a person of great strength worthy of the name. Let me stress once again, plunge into this why and cast away not only your leg, but your very self. Why? That's just part of the koan. And um, doing this practice is not a selfish endeavor. It's not a selfish project. project. We're not just sitting here gazing at our navel. (laughs) When we develop these good qualities of mind, we find we can use them when the time comes to help people around us. And we learn how much we actually can give, how much circumstances are beyond our control. And when we need to let go, 
We can honor people we're grateful for, the people that have helped us in life. And when they're gone, to feel we can let go. In every case, there comes a place where we have done all that we can and the person has their own karma. We've done all that we can and all that has been expected of us. And it's left to the other person's karma. And it's easier to see those points when our mind has developed a lot of strength inside its own inner stillness. Because we go looking out for peace in the world. Outside, it's not offering anybody much peace at all. Peace has to be found within, not in anything, even inside. In the same way, we can't wait for people to be good to us. To be good in actions. The goodness has to start with us. The peace has to start with us. Fortunately, we have a path. And there are skills we can learn. And we're not left adrift. Learning to find the center in our chamber, as Dogen calls it, the inner chamber, the inner stillness, the still point, right there provides a real strong place of stability and strength, real strength, resilience inside. And when we focus on the breath, it's always there till it's not. But the breath is always there always here, so we can learn to have a good relationship with our breath. And we can tap into it at any time. We need it. It provides strength where we can change situations and we're able to accept situations where we thought we couldn't. And it puts us in a position to tell which is which which ones we can, which ones are more difficult. I always say to people, you are the temple. You come to the temple, but you're the temple. You're the walking temple. You can just open the door and go in and find stillness, spaciousness, and silence. Just turn right around, go in the door in the midst of all hell breaking loose. It's there, within you, when you need it. And it provides strength, but we have to develop it. We have to know it's there. And once we develop the strength, we can access the wisdom. We don't have to wait for someone to grant us that wisdom. It's there. We can develop it on our own. These are the skills. This is how it's done, as we chant in the Karaniya Metta Sutra. This is what this this is what's done by one who lives in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward, and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, 
contented, easily satisfied, unburdened with duties and single in their ways, peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud or demanding in nature. He lays it out for us how to find peace. And developing this inner center, learning how to stay and live in it and touch with it as much as possible, we just take that into our day. That's where we move into the world, from that place we know that's developing, recharging it day after day. That's why we have to sit down a little bit. I always say, if you can't do zazen each day, can you give three minutes to it? Just put your feet on the floor when you wake up. Take three breaths and be there for each part of that breath, all three of them, completely, morning and night. Keeps a, keeps a tune-up. Keeps a tuner. Is it tuner? Tuna. My... my <laughs> My my uncle's from Long Island, and uh, the radio was off. And he said, could you adjust the tuna? I said, the tuna? He said, yeah, the tuna. I said, no, Uncle Cy, that's a tuner. He says, no, that's the fish. <laughs> he calls it a tuner fish, and that's the tuna. Anyway. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> So to make time in our life for, the, for this quality of mind that we're interested in, it's like, do we forget to brush our teeth? Because we want a quality to happen. It makes sense. So that quality needs care. So we have to do that for our mind, our most precious resource. It's a gift to ourself, and it radiates outwards to the people around us. And when we have this inner peace, the people around us pick up on it immediately. It doesn't mean to be in a place where there's no noise, no trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and be calm in our heart. People feel this. That's giving no fear, actually. And this is Zazen, to see and understand the rising and the falling and develop this quality of mind that has the strength to stay. It's like the moon, just shining as hazy clouds pass by and cover it, but it's completely bright all the time. In the Diamond Sutra, it says, the mind is vast and open, clear, Things pop up, pop away, but it cannot be grasped because it's flowing through time right now. It's always here. You are right here. Yet it's so easy to put that wall up and miss it, miss ourselves. Huiko said, I have searched and searched for my mind exhaustively. And it's finally ungraspable. I cannot locate it. That's the realization we need. (laughs) So we have to set up those best circumstances for ourselves. 
And it could take a long time before we realize how ungraspable it is. Because we don't know when Bodhidharma said, bring it to me, how long did Huiko go out and search? We don't know how long that time was. Sounds like he just went out like shopping and then came back and says, I can't find it. (laughs) I don't think so. And then he comes back and says, I I can't find it. I have thoroughly, thoroughly searched. I I can't find it. I can't. And Bodhidharma says, there, there. I put it at rest for you. So it's important we learn to draw on this inner strength, develop and have it there when we need it. So our efforts in life are good efforts, and we can look back and be proud and have no regrets. Because our efforts come out of this sense of peace that we work on inside. Thoughts, words, and actions coming from the center of peace are all bound to be a good life force. So when we are looking for what makes life worthwhile, what makes life a good life, we need to look within. And we need skills. It's not simply looking haphazardly. We need the skills for relating inside skills for developing the qualities of minds that are that are good noble qualities of mind this is what gives dignity to our life yeah what brings goodness to our life and if there is a purpose in zazen some say zazen's good for nothing it's to tap into those qualities and bring them to fulfillment Because when they reach fulfillment, that's when there is true peace. The mind becomes totally independent, released from all bondages and limitations. Doesn't mean things don't pop in and pop up, but we see them for what they are. Living in space and time places on us this aspect of mind that transcends space and time. Zazen is here to find that. This is when true peace totally pervades our lives. There, I've put it at rest for you. Mumon's poem. Coming from the West and directly pointing, this great affair was caused by the transmission The troublemaker who created a stir in Zen circles is, after all, you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about the Zen Center of New York City's programs, retreats and residency, please visit our website at cmm.org slash ZCNYC.